Oh, hi, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. You're listening to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. This episode is coming 100% from Guilt Free Post in London. We are here all week. Ben and I uh, took those, uh, I believe some call them Boris bikes. Like yeah. the sort of London version of city bikes uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, from Shoreditch to here. The, one of the major differences between uh, London and New York is that when you are on the streets as a pedestrian or a bicyclist at all in London, you will die. <laughs> like you will die. On the way home, we're going to die. If you hear this, I have died. I don't know how this city was planned in such a way that people can get up that kind of speed. What I mean, honestly, what? how did it happen? Well, York, I do know how it roughly happened. Please tell do you me. Want me to, I yeah, think, I do. I think basically after it burnt down, yeah. so I mean, I'm going to just truncate some history. Plague, burning, <laughs> yeah. plague, burning. Yeah, yeah. Then someone went out, they had no money. Someone went out and said, we can redo this in a straight line. Yeah. So guys went out with sticks and marked out London in a regularized straight way. And yeah. people just said, no, go fuck yourself <laughs> and, yeah. and attack them with axes. So the people went back to the old shitty shape it was and it's never changed. Wow. I know, I know. It's beautiful. I love it. That's right. You're getting some goddamn history with your pop culture. Here on International Waters. For the country that you can kind of make rhyme with hooray, UK. <laughs> From Broadchurch and Alan Partridge, Will Andrews. Hello. Already giving us a lesson in London planning history. I'm trying to establish dominance. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's well okay. done. Uh, thank you for joining us. You uh, you swung in at the last minute. I, I did. Respect that. Yeah, yeah. Last night I got a I got an email. I was I was drinking heavily at yeah. a gig, so of course I said yes. <laughs> Great. Where was the gig, and what were you drinking? I was doing ACMS, and I was drinking. A, I don't a, know what that means. That is the Alternative Comedy Memorial Society, ah. uh, run by the inimitable John Luke Roberts and Tom Tuck. Um, I see. In fact, Laura, you there as well? Yes, you know, I was also there. It was uh-huh. an Australia special. Mm. Yeah, so that was good. Okay, and and you're not hungover at all. No, I'm not. I know. I mean, I don't drink that heavily. I mean, but you know, I'm always slightly hungover. Who isn't? Sure. Welcome to London. Yeah, <laughs> we're all walking through a slight cloud. Yeah. Also, that voice that you heard just briefly there from the international touring Ghost Machine comedian Laura Davis. Hello, hello, Laura. hello. Oh, yeah. nice to be here. Now you are Australian. Yes, I don't sound very British. Uh, no. So, so, but but my ancestors were British, but they got kicked out of Britain <laughs> for doing too much murdering. Sure. Uh, and then a few generations later, I come back to do their arts festivals. So really, I'm what they wanted. I think that's great <laughs> in the system. And to the to the American ear, not much of a difference, honestly. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents. The United Kingdom at this moment in time. Before I came to uh, this fair land, I wrote a list of British words that I'd heard on television that I didn't know what they meant. Okay. Uh, sleet. <laughs> sleet or slate? Sleet. Sleet. Yeah. Uh, lardy cake. <laughs> That's not a word. Lardy cake. I just watched Netflix British shows. I wrote down any word I didn't know. <laughs> lardy cake came up. Lardy cake sounds like two words, number one. Yeah. And also, I've never heard lardy cake. What, did you find out what it meant? Is it no, like a Twinkie? No, I wanted them to remain mysteries. Okay. I still don't know what sleet is. Oh, well, I won't tell you. 
I like sleet. It's, okay. it's suitably down. It's quick, too. I think we should buzz in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I would prefer to hear Lardy Cake over and over for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> well, but whatever. He wants to call it. Then. No, sleet it is. Sleet it is. It's slightly better. I think a Lardy Cake is like a tasty cake from the U.S., mm-hmm. but just pumped full of lard. A Lardy Cake. As like a, a tasty cake might be. Like a right. Twinkie. Exactly like a Twinkie. Well, playing for the nation that is totally watching its kids play. We were just looking at our phones for a second. From Yo! Is This Racist <laughs> and the Supergroup Podcast, two of my all-time favorites, Tawny Newsome. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Dave. You're my favorite. Oh, Tawny. Let's be favorites. Let's be friends. <laughs> um, t- tell us about uh, what you're doing in London. Uh, I'm doing this very London podcast festival. Yep. I've got a show, Yo, Is This Racist? And I'm doing Super Ego. Yeah. And I'm doing Spontanea Nation with Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, the greatest of There's, all time. He really is the greatest. When's he going to stop being so great? I really don't know. So that we There's can all. There's an expiration date on that. We can all be like, oh, man, remember how great he used to be? Yeah. That would be better. When does his inexorable decline begin <laughs> and happen publicly? Paul, get on it. Get on it. Start and the entropy. Yeah, you're making us look bad. Uh, also for the U.S., she joined us on our live show a couple of London podcast festivals ago. So please welcome back to Globetrotting American Comedian. Maria Shahada. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Certainly. So you still live here? I still live here, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. it took. It took I, I love it here. Great. Yeah. I do too. Do you? I kind of want to send for my things. Are you going to you're going to move? You're going to make the move? I don't know. Let me tell you something that happened yesterday. I swear right. to God. We went out to lunch. There's a burger place. We're renting a, uh, an apartment, a flat. Sorry. We're renting a flat in Shoreditch. Uh, a couple blocks down, there's a burger place. I had a burger with cheddar cheese and crunchy peanut butter on it. Mm. Okay. While they played the first Cardigans album. Mm. And it was a gray I day. Love that album. And okay. I needed a light jacket. And I thought, oh, this is, these are ideal growing conditions for me. All I want is a light jacket. Yes. Los Angeles has zero light jacket days. No. I mean, maybe you might get a chilly night. People will wear them and I judge them because it's 72 degrees. Yeah. Let's not leave. No. Let's take Maria's lead. All of this has is, is been baffling. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But, London is known for its lovely, sunny weather. Yeah. <laughs> we're sick of I the mean, sun, is what we're saying. The sun is an assault. Don't you know it it's is. killing us all? Uh, After Especially a while. white people. It's killing you. <laughs> yeah, it is. There aren't enough tall buildings in L.A. too, so it's always beaming on your face. Always like, blasting down on you. You're stuck in traffic. You're yeah. up on Mulholland. You're never at the water. Everybody no, always thinks no. about the beach. Like, you're never there. The no, is ever. An hour away. <laughs> ever. It's an hour's drive. I, when I moved to L.A., I got a used convertible, and I was like, this is going to be perfect. And yeah. then I, f- I realized I was sous viding myself yes. in the yes. afternoon the same sun. Thing. I had a little cabrio, and I, yeah. just, and I just didn't. Um, I had to manually put the top back on, so like yeah. it was always down. I was always killing myself with the sun there. Yeah. I walk you're driving a, a skillet around yeah. town. <laughs> I walk with a literal sun parasol. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I can't be killed by this weather. No. I had a friend who lived in Scotland who got burnt on the rainiest day recorded that year in Glasgow. Wow. The rainiest day. He went out and played football in the half an hour it wasn't raining. And he had sunburn on his ginger oh, face. I love that. Oh, I got sunburned in, in Tasmania inside my tent. Yeah. Wow. I had a nap in the day. I was like, this, this is all right in the tent. And the sun came through the tent. Yeah. And I had heat stroke. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh London is fine. I love yeah. it. Team US, what's your buzzing word? Okay, we were talking about words that aren't used here that are very stupid in the US. Like, like arugula. Or like uh-huh. parking lot. Yeah. 
Which one seems more fun? I think it's fun to say arugula. Arugula, arugula. is pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Because here it's rocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Arugula? Yeah. Yeah. Arugula. I know. It always Sledis. stuns people here. Like, arugula? What are you... That's good because yeah. I don't yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. um, so you won't be stealing our word. So sleet versus arugula. Yeah. As it should be. Uh, let's get into international waters. Now, this episode, as I mentioned, is coming live from London. We're pre-recording it, but live, live-ish from London. We're all here um, at the same time. Yeah, exactly. We're alive. We're alive. We are alive and living now. Uh, so we're making this whole show London-themed. How many possible games can you make up about a city? Well, it turns out the answer is five. Uh, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You get two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but make me laugh. Buzz in with sleet and arugula when you know the answer. They do double-sided printing here in London, so that's what you're hearing. <laughs> All right, question number one. First, a question about London's most famous store. And I'm not talking about Mrs. Muggins' jellied eels, pie, and pictures of the Queen Emporium. I'm talking about Harrods. The fancy and tacky as all hell department store has been upsetting parents this year with a change to their upcoming Santa's Grotto. First of all, I didn't know Santa lived in a grotto. That's already upsetting. But this year, parents hoping to take their little ones to meet Father Christmas have been upset by which change to the exclusive store's grotto. Arugula. Yeah. Is it like, did they make Santa brown in some way? No, 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 no. Sleet. Yeah. Lady Santa. About time. No. No, you're both wrong. They made it invitation only. Reportedly only offering the opportunity to buy $20 tickets to those who have spent over 2,000 pounds in what? the store that calendar year. What? This, this is gonna 2,000 pounds. This is going to directly affect one of my friends. My friend Lucy. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. She's been taking a picture with the Harrod Santa since she's been seven. Yeah. She happens to be Jewish. And yeah. she's kept that tradition up. She's now 41. Oh, shit. Well. Yeah. Uh... And she now last year she had a picture with Santa with her holding her baby. And it's a, oh. she's an artist. It's a lovely set. But that's, I need to call her. Yeah. <laughs> and you need, you need to do a little GoFundMe. She's yeah, got to do yeah. some shopping. She's got to spend. Yeah. She better start now. Uh, so there you go. 2,000 pounds you got to spend in Harrods. That's like two T-shirts. Uh, <laughs> for a bonus point, tell me about a time you tried to sneak into an exclusive event. The Perrier Awards? Do we remember them? Does that age me? The Perrier? So you know the Edinburgh Award? I, I don't know what that okay, is. Okay, so before I, it was the, the Edinburgh Award, yeah. it was the Perrier Award. Yeah. Oh, Perrier. Yeah. Perrier. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, Perrier. Perrier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I sneaked into that by pretending to work at the place. Yeah. And, uh, because I managed, my friend of mine was a janitor there, so I got my little brown coat. Yeah. Uh, the kind of short, little, little brown, little brown, little brown coat there. Yeah. And uh, went and uh, lent on a broom and got to go to the Perrier. Oh, I like that. Is that a good, is that a well, That's yeah. Good. I mean, so far it's the best one. Yeah, you got yeah. to, you got so, to okay. go to the yeah. awards, but you did have to carry a broom I the did. entire yeah. time. I had to work for a few hours afterwards as well, but you know, hey. <laughs> That's something. Uh, anyone else? I crashed a reunion on accident, but like, I, because a friend of mine was meeting um, some University of Birmingham. He was in New York, yeah. but they all went to the University of Birmingham. There's a big reunion. So we went to this pub and we went upstairs and I was like, oh, I was just going to go for a few minutes and then leave. And then we got there and there was food everywhere, like all these little mini hamburgers yeah. and like macaroni and cheese balls. And I was just like, oh, this is amazing. And I'm just <laughs> flying through these hors d'oeuvres. And eventually a woman, come, I'm like at the free bar, two drinks. <laughs> and a woman comes up to us and is just like, you don't have name tags if you signed in. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm not English. I'm just here for this. And she's, she didn't even understand what I was, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're not English. full of mac and cheese. That's what yeah. I'm just here with my English friend. <laughs> I we like were in that. the wrong place. Anyway. Yeah. I, you've just given me a memory. I have to tell you this. Yeah. When I was a teenager, we walked past the house and there was a huge white banner 
over the bay window of a suburban house and it said, uh-huh. Peter, still nifty at 50. Uh-huh. And yeah. we, we were hammered, so we decided to steal the banner. <laughs> yeah. So I yanked it down and revealed there's an entire room of people stood listening to Peter <laughs> giving his speech. You know, he's like, oh, thanks everyone for coming. And I was like, oh God. And I said, you know, when I left university, my mother called me up and said, I've just found a banner in the loft. It says Peter's still nifty at 50. Do you want it kept? <laughs> And did you? I didn't know. I oh. really should have done. <laughs> That's a shame. Points to both teams. Why not? Yay! Uh, question number two. Time for some Beatles news, and we all know what this is going to be. Uh, the glamour of Lundy... Lundy's Apple Road. No. The glamour of London's Abbey Road made the Beatles internationally famous. Let's keep that all in. Why not? Uh, But the ungrateful mop tops thought they were better than the city and never named another album Abbey Road again. And they broke up soon after. And now, fame-hungry Paul McCartney is desperate to claw his way back into the limelight (laughs) by telling new stories of his Beatles' heyday. He's just made headlines with a tale about sitting down with John Lennon, who, if you ask me, was kind of the John of the Beatles. Uh, and uh, and some pals <laughs> to have a bash at what? Oh yeah, Rugula. Start whacking off. Yeah, at the age of uh, seventy-six, uh, Paul just said, "Screw it, I'll tell the wanking story." <laughs> yeah. you got it out there. Who needs to be a rack on tour when you can be a whack off tour? Yes. Uh, at the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Oh, I didn't. Pay any attention. I should be keeping score. I have. I guess two to one. Two to one? Yes. Very good, Maria. It's petty, and I like it. Um, But now it's time to celebrate London's most famous resident around we are calling hashtag fit for the queen. A select few companies make a lot out of the facts that they are suppliers to the queen, Uh, presumably thinking the blind fawning obeisance is attractive to the modern consumer. Here at International Waters, we say why not let everyone have a go. So we would like you to take a brand and make it more attractive to Her Royal Highness. Maybe Star Buckingham Palace. Or you could change McDonald's slogan to One is Loving It. Or Burger King George VI, to remind her of her father. I'm certain you can do better. So now is your chance. Let's go. Arugula. Um, Paying taxes is now, uh, uh, you call it crown funding. Oh, well, I like that. I like yeah, that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Sleep. What about a bakery that sells inbred? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, fresh inbred. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Cafe Lungo Live the Queen. I don't know that, but I, I assume that that's a thing. You also have just proven that the UK team can just make some shit up, but I'll give you a point. <laughs> Arugula. Yeah. If we can change we work, you know, the uh, sure, sure. popular shared workspace to yep. we don't work. Because <laughs> the royal family doesn't. Oh, okay. Are you guys mad about no, that I got here? It. I got it. No, I got it. No. Everyone seems mad about it. You don't want to no. pay their you don't want to pay for their heating bill, I just learned. <laughs> it is a big house. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's drafty. All right. Going once. Going twice. So, Whoa. Well, uh, yeah. well also the band queen, and then I just had an image of the queen singing. I quite like baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I didn't know what that I meant at all. But I enjoyed it. bet flicks. Yes. Ah. Yes. That's her nickname. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to move on. The U.S. has six. The U.K. has four. Thank you for being here, everybody. We're going to be right back with our next round after this quick break. What do you look for in a book? 
literally found the bag that said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's, I'm buying this book. Yeah. Like, like, I think the problem with blurbs a lot of times. I like that we both want to crap ourselves <laughs> over books. What's the best way to e-read in the tub? Listen to that noise. I'm reviewing a plastic bag today. <laughs> <laughs> How do you find a good book? This is the most fucked up weird shit you've ever oh, yeah, read. I'm, You're like into it. it. I'm like, hand it take, over. Take my money. I'm Brea Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're reading glasses and we solve all your bookish problems. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hey, welcome back. Hey. Hey. That was very, very quick. You're listening to International <laughs> Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for the US of A, Tawny Newsom, Maria Shahada. With us playing for the UK, Laura Davis and Will Andrews. Hey. Yeah. Greetings. Our next round is called Lost in Adaptation. While London has been the central location for many a cinematic favorite, it is not the only city in the world where something's been filmed. But that's a load of cock and bull if you ask us. So today, we are declaring that the cinematic sun never sets on the British Empire. And we're moving a bunch of other films with iconic locations back to the UK where they belong. We're going to give you the plot of the film which we have relocated to London, and you have to tell us what the film's title is. So, um, The Muppets Take Manhattan would turn into The Muppets Take London, etc. The Amityville Horror would be the London Horror. But it'll be harder than that. Buzzwords at the ready. Number one, in this first movie, a small boy's mom dies, and he moves to London. He phones Jeremy Vine's BBC Radio 2 call-in show during a discussion called Should Widowers Be Happy? and forces his dad to tell Jeremy how sad he is that his wife is dead. Listeners all Aruba. over. Oh, U.S. Sleepless in London. Yes! Yay! You're catching on! <laughs> and I, I actually saw John Luke Roberts, our writer, just behind you. Yeah. Like, uh, just unclench fully. <laughs> Good. Yes, yes, this is working. This is working. Great. Number two. A boy with a history of vigilantism travels solo to London. He lures two felons into Hanley's toy store and sets cruel and inhumane traps for them. Aruba. Yeah. Uh, home Alone, Lost in London. That is correct. Yeah! Wow. You guys are good at this. No, we guys are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Uh, a teenager is digging a pool in his back garden in sunny London. While doing so, he digs up a huge block of ice. The ice melts. U.S. London Man. London yeah! Man! Instead of Encino Man, do you get it? Yes, you do. Although it would be kind of like Croydon Man or something because yeah. it's very yeah. far outside of That's L.A. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, number four, this biopic set in 1986 tells the story of the early London-based days of N.W.A. In Straight London. out of London. Oh, arugula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. You got it. You can reverse that in editing, right? Yeah, we could, but we won't. Because <laughs> we want the world to know that Maria Shahada cheats. Yes. <laughs> uh, number five, this is a prequel film. It's set in prehistoric era Britain. Two cavemen fall in love with two cave women. They're all played by actors less famous than the ones who played them in the original film. They travel around in cars by putting their feet through the bottom and running. Uh, they end up in Britain's foremost Sweet. trashy casino resorts. Yeah, UK. The Flintstones in London? But there's a specific <laughs> title. Oh, okay. I don't know either. Let me just I'll finish up. They end up in Britain's foremost trashy casino resorts where they all get married. It's a prequel. Mm. Mm? Okay, this is a tough one. It was, the Flint, it was the Flintstones' Viva Rock London instead of Viva Rock Vegas. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Number six, a British mafia boss has created an addictive video game which allows him to bring down the security system on any computer on which the game has been played. He pulls off a string of robberies. As a result, 
The British police cannot deal with this alone, so they contact the American police. The American police are a real ragtag band of weirdos. Uh, one's a small woman who speaks loudly. One is a big, strong man. One makes noises with his mouth. But those noises are not words. Sometimes they're police sirens. Sometimes they're baby cry noises. Sleep. Police yeah. Academy London. Yeah. So I was like, what's the... Oh. I mean, I'm hoping the writer has reclenched. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it, yeah. <laughs> He's thrown up his hands in disgust is actually what happened. Uh, it was Police Academy 7 Mission to London okay. instead of Mission oh. to Moscow, which I guess we all are supposed to remember. Oh, yeah, Mission to Moscow was the best it out was of the best, Was it? I think. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, when they went to Moscow. I don't know what the scores are anymore because I kind of stopped tabulating, but I know the U.S. is a little bit in the lead. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> now it's time for a round. We are calling London Jubilee. This one is actually pretty simple as far as rounds go. There are a lot of songs that uh, reference London, and we're going to play you a few clips from them and then ask you trivia questions about those songs. No need to buzz in for this round. The questions will be asked to each team directly in, in turn. Question number one is for Team UK. Stephen Sondheim opens Sweeney Todd uh, with a jaunty little number about the virtues of London. Let's hear a little clip of that from the Tim Burton film adaptation. There's a hole in the world like a great black pit And the vermin of the world inhabit it And its morals aren't worth what a pig could spit And it goes by the name of London That jaunty, fun little movie about um, haircuts and cannibalism. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so, in 1992, a popular American TV series caused a brief uproar in the city of New Orleans when they chose to pay homage to Sweeney Todd with a fake musical number about that Louisiana city. What was the show, Team UK? 1992. Hit U.S. comedy. This is a tricky question. There's a lot of a lot of layers to it. A lot of layers and levels. Yeah, my mental Rolodex is is blank and, okay. and covered in vomit. All right. Well, we'll we'll give you a hint as we'll listen to a tiny bit of it. New Orleans, home of pirates, trucks, and boys. New Orleans, tacky, overpriced souvenir stores. If you want to go to hell, you should take a trip to the Sodom and Gomorrah on the Mississippi. New Orleans. So what? Hit U.S. TV comedy did that come from? The Simpsons. The Simpsons! Yeah. The song comes from the episode A Streetcar Ooh. Named Marge, which had a fictional musical oh, within okay. it called yeah. O Streetcar, based yeah. on A Streetcar Named Desire. Uh, the song also caused a controversy right here in the U.K. when it aired on Channel 4 the week after Hurricane Katrina. So people complained. Mm -hmm. British citizens complained because they were the real victims that week. <laughs> uh, question number two is for Team U.S. London is uh, connected through a vast network of tunnels um, built in the subterranean realm of the fairy folk upon whose markets and kingdom the city was built. Collectively now known as the Underground or the Tube, uh, one such tube station and the nearby Thames River inspired this song by the Kinks. Dirty old river, must you keep rolling, rolling into the night? People so busy makes me feel dizzy. Taxi lights shine so bright. Okay, that's actually Ethan Hawke performing the song in the soundtrack of the uh, recent film Juliet Naked. That film was based on a novel by London-based music-obsessed author Nick Hornby, who loves music so much he collaborated with American musician Ben Folds on an album, Team U.S. Can you name that album? Yeah. I don't think I can name one Ben Folds album. Really? Um, uh, I can, yeah, but not right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nick Hornby and Ben Folds collaborated on um, oh, shit. I guess above, something above from above from above. Uh, no, not at all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not at all. That was a song on the album. Oh, really? 
Shit, you're right. I'm actually looking at the track listing. You're 100% right. But what was the name of the album? You know what? Fuck it. I'm oh. going to give you a point anyway. Okay. That's a harder thing. Uh, it was called Lonely Avenue, and it contained songs like From Above, mm. Belinda, and Levi Johnston's Blues. That takes you yeah. back, huh? Yeah. I thought I was going to get to answer a question about the kinks, and I got excited. Yeah. And then you asked me about something younger, and mm-hmm. I, was, I realized how old and dusty I am. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, that's why we love you. That's yeah, why thank you're you here. so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so Team UK. Uh, here is a song by Fergie, not your duchess, uh, but the former member of American pop royalty, the Black Eyed Peas. Uh, it should be noted that as the U.S. is a constitutional federal republic, the Black Eyed Peas don't hold any executive power for good or for ill. Uh, this song is called London Bridge. Let's hear a, a snip. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, no group of people have ever listened to that with such solemnness. We're the first. We're the first people to ever listen to that with the respect it deserves. There may have been, may have been some anthropologists who had to study it for future Everybody generations. Everybody in the room has their hands clasped, heads down. Staring at the floor. Like it's a hymn. <laughs> Oh what my does God! She even me? No, she doesn't know. Does I she not? know. I don't know. What is a London Bridge? Where I, is my, it on the body? My <laughs> assumption, just based on their whole aesthetic, right. is that it's your legs are slightly splayed and and your underpants your go panties, down, and then it's like her. a bridge between your no. legs. It's got to be your panties, right? I don't know. She's staggering to the toilet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the only. Time. Oh what? man. Um, Did we not like that song? (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) All right. So here is your question, Team US. Uh, London Bridge is, of course, part of the uh, the noble tradition of pop stars taking nursery rhymes and making them sexy, like uh, <laughs> Burt Bacharach's Jack Be Nympho, Jack Be Quick, uh-huh. or Sexy Ring of Roses by Kylie Minogue, mm-hmm. John Legend's I Need a Rumpy Pumpy Humpty Dumpty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm making direct eye contact with John Luke Roberts on that one. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the question. Which appears more often in the song London Bridge by Fergie, the word London, or the phrase, ooh, shit? It's got to be ooh, shit. Wait, is this our question? I thought it That's was That's your yours. question. Oh. London. I think it is. London. Oh, no, it is yours. Oh, sorry. sorry. UK, it is yours. Good on you. I mean, this is a... Just take a stab. Go for it. Well, she says, like, London, London. She's, every time London, she says London, London she London. says it twice, so I mm-hmm. reckon it's London. Very good thinking. There are 48 Londons and just 28 ooh shits. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and one shit song. picked it up and doubled it, you would have almost got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Was that Duke Will I Am in there? Oh! <laughs> that who was? Very good. Long ago in Atlanta, I was filming something in Atlanta, and there's I forget the name of it, but there's there's one really sad uh, strip club, mm. uh, which like <laughs> one of a happy one. Well, no, but this one in particular is okay. just like it's grim. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, like the, whatever, our, our uh, PA took me out. I'm like, I don't fucking want to go to a strip club anyway. <laughs> but I was like, I guess I should see this place. And it was totally empty except for the two of us. And the one stripper who was working, by the way, had to pay for her own songs on the jukebox. Oh, like I had to go and get on. change from the bartender to Made put into the jukebox. Union. Yeah. Put on Big Girls Don't Cry uh-huh. by Fergie and danced alone. Fully clothed on the oh. bar to it. It was really. God bless her. <laughs> it was really sad. I'm I'm gonna, she didn't cry though, right? 
Um, I did. <laughs> I, I did. Oh, I used to work in a strip club for a really? short period of time as a photographer. That's bleak. Don't want to go into the details. <laughs> the point was is that they had a CD changer. Yeah. And again, the girls had to get the uh, mm. money. They had to check. And there was, a, there was a sort of a 30 second changeover between tracks. Yeah. And it is the quietest, oh. most dark, <laughs> silent. It's like a library. Everyone's like... <clears throat> Waiting oh. for this they woman, a... semi-dressed, waiting for the next track to... Hit me, baby. Digital MP3 players saved the stripper. I know, right? right? Thank God. Netflix laid waste to the recording industry. Right? But strip clubs have really come I up. have the briefest story. Uh, oh, please. Laura mentioned that they need a union. Uh-huh. I, one time after a party in L.A., was dragged drunkenly to that bar, Crazy Girls, which uh-huh. is kind of a... It's sort of strip club light. It's definitely yeah. a strip club, but it's also a bar. And I got it in my head that I needed to let them know that they were allowed to collective bargain and to unionize. Because <laughs> yeah. they all share the same bathroom with the patrons. And I was yeah. in there fixing my makeup. And I was like, hey, uh, guys, trying to be real chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> know that you can uh, you know collectively bargain and they were literally like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> we get a text we decide if we want to work it's the most like at will employment yeah. freelance they were all so happy with it they were like why would we fuck this up I was like cool 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 enjoy yeah, your you freedom I, okay. I, I was at a meeting in a bar with some Scottish girls who were genuinely discussing the problem the Ukrainian girls keep, keep sticking their thumbs up their arses how, how are we supposed to fucking compete with that see that's what I thought if they had a nice sag after you know type yeah. of a... oh Man, I had no idea we'd go so deep on strip clubs. Neither uh, did those Scottish girls. Neither did Sorry. those Scottish girls. Team US, last question is for you. In the late 1970s, Warren Zevon turned a jokey idea for a song into his biggest hit with a dance hall favorite about London's most lycanthropic denizens. Let's hear it. He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs. Gonna get a big dish of beef chow Okay, it's Werewolves of London. You fucking heard sure, sure, Werewolves sure. Yes. of London. Okay. Uh, so that song was featured prominently while Tom Cruise hustled his way across pool tables and pretended to have fun. Nobody makes fun look less fun than Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throwing fucking jiggers and stuff like around and cocktail. Had it. Yeah. It's like a synthetic, like, fun robot substitute. Anyway, uh, in the 1986 Martin Scorsese film The Color of Money, that film was a sequel to what film from 1961? Oh, was Paul Newman in it? Yes. Damn it. You keep knowing things around the thing you're supposed to know. (laughs) Oh, it's Color of Money was a sequel to um, Money. Mm. Color. The the sound of money. Mm. The sound of... How about... The shade um, of currency. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. It's called The Hustler. Ah, right, sure. It's called The Hustler. I could have just guessed that, honestly. You could have just guessed that. You could have just guessed that. Uh, Okay, at the end of that round, uh, the U.S. has 14, the U.K. has 11. I 100% made those numbers up. (laughs) But they they sort of feel like they might be true. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with our next round after this. We've all made mistakes in book club, right? You drink a little too much, you don't actually read the book, and if you're under the bubble in Fairhaven, your individual will get subsumed by the collective. Hey, maybe I just let him go and whip us up some guac. We do not require guac. We require only nutrients and expansion. 
You will become book club. You will eat, pray, and love with us. Join book club. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. Welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super duper hard. It is hot, hot, hot with tension in this room, isn't it? We're very angry at you. It's a little chilly. It's freezing cold. I really need this win. Yeah. (laughs) She said hands and ankles crossed. Uh, But I want you to know it's been as useless as debating with a Nazi because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. This round is a recurring favorite of ours called First World Problems. This is where we scour Twitter's wingiest ha- hashtag in search of people who are airing their mildly soiled laundry out for all the world to see. Yes, Team UK, I did say whinge instead of wine. Just to make you feel comfortable. Thank you. Uh, for this edition, we had our writers search for tweets exclusively within the London area. So we're sure to get a crop of very polite expulsions of privileged rage. <laughs> We will ask both teams to weigh in if they have any helpful advice for these poor, unfortunate souls. Whichever team gives the best or funniest advice will be crowned this week's winner. Do you get it? We're going to be hearing about some first world problems. You give us some solutions. Great, 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 great. Let's go. At Virgin Atlantic, my wife and I are trying to enjoy our time in the SFO clubhouse, but the snoring passenger is somewhat annoying. Hashtag first world problems. Are we allowed to be violent? Yeah. (laughs) You're encouraged. Violence. Okay. (laughs) Great. Uh, Can't tell if people aren't commenting on how tan and blonde I am because they're bad people, or maybe I'm just not tan and blonde. Hashtag first world problems. Arugula. Yeah. Um, Ma'am, you actually died long ago, so just be grateful you're getting any service or attention. (laughs) You're a ghost? Yeah, you are a ghost. You cease to exist. That's very good. It's very good. Uh, there is no stronger feeling of vulnerability than when you have to use a public toilet when wearing a jumpsuit. Hashtag first world problems. Hashtag champagne problems. Hashtag girl problems. Hashtag exposed. Sleep. Yeah. Uh, learn to pee standing up. I guess so, right? <laughs> it's actually, I would like, this is a, just a PSA. It's actually a lot easier for women to learn to pee standing up than uh, we're taught. Uh, I yeah. recommend it highly for moments just like that. Any tips? What? Oh, do you just like, Google it. Do you have to a, yeah, okay. straddle the toilet? A little bit, yeah, but then you're, it's way better than like taking a full jumpsuit off and yeah. <laughs> like, getting nude. And uh-huh. All right. You know, so I guess down. you would have to get into a stall and then kind of spread the legs slightly yep. and then the underwear goes down in kind of a London Bridge situation. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Okay. Is that what that song's about? Yeah. I guess yeah, it is. She was trying to teach us. I guess it is. Yeah. The Sky UK remote just died. What the hell do I do now? Am I stuck never being able to fast-forward breaks? More importantly, am I stuck watching hashtag Channel 5 forever? Sleep. Scream face, hashtag First World Problems. Yes? Yes, make the best of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just talk to your wife. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, Roast spuds, courgettes, broccoli, carrots, and, hmm, something proteiny. Big lump of cheese for aperitif. But damn, no Prosecco in the house and no time to nip to shops before the tennis. Hashtag poor planning. Hashtag first world problems. Walk out into traffic. <laughs> Walk all the way out. You into won't be traffic. hungry when you're dead. Yeah. You won't be missed either. Uh, can't decide if I want a Sunday roast or a Sunday brunch. Hashtag first world problems. Arugula. Yeah. 
we'll Sunday roast you for your stupid uh, thing that you wrote on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So you're dumb and shut up. You're dumb and shut up. Sleet roast. Yep. <laughs> a roast. roast? A, a Sunday roast? roast? Oh, I like that. I like that. Ugh. Pet hate is ordering a cappuccino and being given a big milky latte type thing. Vomit face. I won't say where I am, but they should know better. Hashtag first world problems. I mean, sleep. All of these. The answer is like, have a look at yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or do something violent to yourself. (laughs) Jump into or off something at speed. That is the basic. I think is that's not going to be my coverall suggestion. Sleep. Yeah. Sigh into the big milky coffee for long enough that some of the liquid evaporates and you get the coffee that you wanted at the density you acquired. I think that's great, and I think that is a perfect capper on first world problems. Let me just tally the points mentally. Um, you know what? I don't feel like crowning a winner. I think we're all winners in this room. We're in London. We're staying. I want to generate as much goodwill as I possibly can. Folks, it's a time! Show is a fucking tie. We all get the meaningless crown. That's right. That doesn't exist because it's invisible. Yeah. I love it. So before we finish, do you have anything you want to plug and then to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you want the world to know about? I'll start with you, Laura, because you got a split. Do I have to say sleet? Yep. <laughs> um, uh, I would like to plug my, my Twitter handle, which is at Laura Davis Comic, because uh, I never use it, and it's probably the safest thing to plug. Okay. If you follow me, I will never bother you. Um, <laughs> and to offset the guilt of that, uh, I would like to plug uh, Women Learning How to Pee Standing Up. It's actually a lot easier than you've been told. Uh, do some research, get into it. It's going to make your life a lot better. I love that. I love that. Will, I'll, I'll, go, I'll plug uh, the outing of my show, Willie, which is going to be uh, out variously in London. Uh, check the internet site Google for details. Uh-huh. Um, also, I'd like to plug what I just saw when I walked to the studio today, and that is the bill for the Soho Theatre. Mm. They have lifted some of the best stuff from Edinburgh uh, Festival, and I'd go check that out. Although I, uh, that also masks an underlying bitterness that they didn't pick me up. Uh-huh. I'm going to say yet. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Cool, Hope cool, springs cool. eternal. By the time yeah. this drops, what? we'll know for sure. Who knows? <laughs> I love it. Uh, Tawny. Yes, uh, I'd love to plug Yo Is This Racist on Earwolf out every Such Wednesday. A fucking funny show. Thank you so much. Um, we turn your racism questions into comedy gold. Um, Dave, you'll have to come on and do one, please. Oh, I, yes. Uh, yeah. We're doing I haven't some... joined since you uh, since you hopped on board. Yeah, you need I to come back. Um, we're doing some live ones. You can find that at tawnynewsome.com slash tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to offset the guilt of plugging that, I would like to plug the show on Showtime. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent, if you like drama, if you like uh, shows about what Chicago is really like as someone who spent a long time there and gets sick of hearing the way uh, the media kind of likes to talk about it these days, this is a great representation of what that city, the, the toughness it experiences, and it's very entertaining. Great. Maria Shahada. Um, I'm going to be on Yo, Is This Racist? Yeah. I'm um, doing the live recording on Sunday, but like, um, if it's already happened... Listen to it online. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, oh, to offset, uh, there's a great club in, in London. It's a comedy club. It's called the Bill Murray. Go see shows there. They have all kinds of, it's like yeah, yeah. the Soho Theater, but, but not, it's run by comedians and it's just, it's just a really, really great club. Really good club. Uh, uh, what's club. it called? Where is it? The Bill Murray. It's uh-huh. in Angel, London. Uh-huh. Um, and if you Google the Bill Murray and not just Bill Murray, it'll come up. 
Great. <laughs> Google Bill Murray. He comes up. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And says, yeah. he would hope. No one so will ever believe you. Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gives you a story you'll never forget. Right. Uh, I am Dave Holmes. My book, Party of One, is in stores now. I would like to plug uh, three other books from three friends of mine. This was a, a this summer came, had a bumper crop of uh, great books from people I love and admire. Um, Feminasty from Aaron Gibson, mm-hmm. the great Aaron Gibson from the Throwing Shade. My Life as a Goddess, uh, Guy Branham's book, and uh, Tragedy Plus Time. Uh, from Adam Caton Holland. Three great books by three great people. All right. Tawny Newsom, Maria Shahada, Will Andrews, Laura Davis, thank you for playing International Waters. Hey, you there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing We're Laura Davis. Hey. Hey. Will Andrews. Oh. Tony Newsom, Maria Shahada. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. If you haven't left us a glowing review on Apple Podcasts, please do so now. It really helps us get the word out to new listeners. This show was recorded at Guilt Free Post, all of us here in London, by Chris Morris, and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. And we will see you this Sunday for a roast. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye, bye! We did it! Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.